$20,000 salary is $200 better than the same raise on a $20,000 salary. Second, the higher paid you are, the more visible to top management you will be. Third, the more money you are paid, the more contribution will be expected of you. This means you'll be given more responsibility, tasks, and problems to solve, and a chance to perform is an invitation to success. Fourth, if two people are candidates for a promotion to a job that pays $50,000, and one person makes $30,000 and the other $40,000, the higher paid person always gets the job. The higher paid person gets the job regardless of talent, contribution, or anything else. Corporations usually take the easy way out, and it is easier to promote the higher paid than the lower. Promoting the higher paid is the path of no resistance in most organizations. Someone approved the higher paid person's compensation. Others concurred. To leapfrog the higher paid diminishes the sponsor of the higher paid. And the sponsors of the higher paid are, themselves, even higher paid. Promoting the higher paid endorses the wisdom of upper management. Finally, in business, money is the scorecard. The more you make, the better you're doing. Simple. 2. Avoid staff jobs. Seek line jobs. Line jobs make money for your corporation. Line jobs bring in money or have direct relationship with profits and loss. The distinction between line and staff is sometimes blurred in corporations, but line jobs are where the action is. Line jobs include salespeople, sales managers, product managers, plant managers, marketing directors, foremen, supervisors, and general managers. Staff jobs include lawyers, planners, data processing people, research and development scientists, and administrators of all types. Line jobs directly help the company get and keep customers. Legitimate staff jobs indirectly get and keep customers. Jobs that don't get and keep customers are redundant. In most companies, most of the people are either in administration or in field sales. Administrative people are not bad nor untalented, but they are not at the cutting edge. The company doesn't depend on them. Take a staff job only if it is clearly temporary, a stepping stone, and if it pays more money. Be sure you know what the line and staff jobs in your company are. Be sure to get the right one. 3. Don't expect the personnel department to plan your career. Amazingly, many managers think the personnel department, also known as human resources, is supposed to construct a career path for them. They think companies actually have a grand plan for them. Some managers think there is some kind of preordained job ladder, as in the Army or a police department. A young manager does basic training, and the omniscient corporation promotes him or her to the next level up the pyramid. It doesn't work that way. Corporations don't have career plans for future presidents. It is doubtful if they have them for anybody. Your destiny and your career growth are your responsibility and no one else's. You have to know what you want. You have to design the plan to get there. You have to determine what skills and functional expertise are needed to get to the top in your company. Your responsibility is to acquire that experience. 4. Get and keep customers. Customers are the lifeblood of any company. Everybody should know this. Everybody says the customer is king, 
and we work for the customer, and the customer is the real boss. But very few employees in a corporation do anything to demonstrate they believe in this dictum. Commonly, the higher an executive gets and the bigger the company, the less they deal with real, honest-to-goodness, existing, and potential customers. Executives reorganize companies, eliminate jobs, and excuse the chaos by saying they are two or three levels closer to the customer. Bunk. There are no barriers between anyone in the corporation and the customer. Why do so few people really work to get and keep customers? Because dealing with customers is tough. Customers reject sellers. They negotiate. They make harsh demands. They expect their needs to be filled, and they can be fickle. Also, dealing with administrative functions is an easier, impersonal, and safe task. You must deal with today's customers and tomorrow's customers. They provide the ideas for new products and new applications. They provide the early warning signals about your product's quality and timeliness. They know about your competitors. To know your customers is to know your future. When the phone rings, 12 people ought to dive to answer it. The customer is indeed king, and the future president understands how the customer is also the kingmaker. 5. Keep physically fit. Your brain will make you money, but your body carries your brain. The better your physical condition, the greater your capacity for productive, unrelenting work. And being in good condition gives you another edge. 90% of all people climbing the corporate ladder are out of shape. You will be able to start earlier, pause less often, and end your day with a wind sprint. You will also sleep better. You will be energetic and tire rarely. Your spirits will be up and you will not get depressed. You will have the energy and motivation to, at night and on weekends, coach soccer, attend the theater, volunteer. How you keep fit is up to you. 6. Do something hard and lonely. Regularly practice something spartan and individualistic. Do something that you know very few other people are willing to do. This will give you a feeling of toughness, a certain self-elitism. It will mentally prepare you for the battle of business. Something that is hard and lonely is studying late at night for a graduate degree in fashion design, especially in the winter when everyone else is asleep. Or running long, slow distances early in the morning versus jogging at lunchtime with a mob. Split wood, write, work in the garden, read King Lear, but do it by yourself. Do something that is solitary. All great and successful athletes remember the endless hours of seemingly unrewarded toil. So do corporate presidents. 7. Never write a nasty memo. Never write a memo that criticizes, belittles, degrades, or is hurtful to a colleague. Never write a memo that is cynical, condescending, or unkind. Never send a memo written in anger or frustration. The world of business is very small. People get promoted, change companies, change jobs, have powerful friends, and do all of this around the world and throughout your 40- to 50-year career. Companies merge, acquire, and get acquired. Your self-made enemy could show up anywhere. Never give a company rival a smoking gun. Spend your energy on positive things. 8. Think for one hour every day. 
Spend one hard hour every day planning, dreaming, scheming, thinking, calculating. Review your goals. Consider options. Ponder problems. Write down ideas. Mentally practice your sales call or big presentation. Figure out how to get things done. Take mental stock. Do this every day. Do it at a scheduled time. Do it at a desk or working table. Do not do it while driving or jogging. Don't do it while shaving or showering. Don't plan on this kind of thinking at work. You will be interrupted. Keep written notes in your special idea notebook. 9. Keep and use a special idea notebook. Buy a notebook you like. Keep it in one place, in a desk drawer or in a briefcase pocket, and leave it there. Write down all your ideas, plans, goals, and dreams. Use this notebook as a source for your yearly, monthly, weekly, and daily to-do lists. Good ideas always have their time. When they do, commit them to action via your to-do list. 10. Don't have a drink with the gang. Don't have a drink with the gang after work. It is a waste of time and money. Have a drink with your spouse or with a friend. Don't drink at lunch. Better, don't eat lunch. Play squash or work. When you're on the road at a sales meeting or a seminar or a management meeting, don't go to the cocktail party before dinner. Go running or swimming instead. Have a sauna, shower, and dress for dinner. Never get tipsy with anyone connected with your company. It is a sign of weakness. It shows you are out of control. 11. Don't smoke. Nothing good happens to the people around you when you smoke cigarettes. You run a big risk of offending a non-smoker who can help or hurt your career. Even smokers dislike the smoke and ashes and butts and dirty ashtrays and smell of smokers. In addition to all the well-known, well-publicized arguments against smoking, there are other specific business reasons not to do so. Smoking wastes time. Smoking is a self-centered interest. To get ahead in business, you have to think of others, their needs and wants, not yours. Smoking interferes. Cigarette smokers are, or appear to be, controlled. Winners in business are in control. Smoking cigars is okay if you are alone or with friends. Smoking an expensive cigar in the purview of a corporate chieftain is a mistake. The corporate chieftain will see you as pompous, as self-important, as having or spending too much money. If the boss gives you a celebration cigar, save it. You probably haven't yet earned the right to smoke a victory cigar. 12. Skip all office parties. There is no such thing as a business or office party. It is not a social gathering. It is business. Never party at an office party. It won't hurt you not to go at all. Don't offend people by criticizing the party or by publicly announcing your intentions. Simply don't go. Give polite excuses. Never ever go to a company picnic if you cannot bring your spouse. A company picnic without spouses is trouble. To go is to run the risk of being tarred with the bad brush of others' actions. If the unwritten rule is, you must attend or you will offend, then go. Drink only soda, stay no more than 45 minutes, thank the boss for inviting you, and leave.
If anyone asks where you are going, tell that person you are meeting your spouse or parents or fiancé or doctor or music teacher or personal trainer. Parties are supposed to be fun, enjoyed with friends. Heed the old axiom, don't mix business with pleasure. 13. Friday is how you doing day. Every Friday, take one of the people you need out to lunch and ask, how you doing? These are usually people not in your department. They are important gears in the machine, people who help get your job done. If you're in sales, it is probably the sales manager's assistant, or the person who figures quotas, or someone who figures price quotes. If you're in marketing, it is someone in manufacturing, or R&D, or anywhere. If you are anywhere, there's always someone. If you don't know who you need, find out. Business is like a machine. Every part needs to work. Every part needs to be oiled. Find out who you need, no matter how low in the organization, and let them know you know you need and appreciate them. Make one good ally in your company every month. 14. Make allies of your peers' subordinates. Your peers are rivals for your next spot. The support of your peers' teammates is important. Their support of you will help you get your job done, even if your peer deliberately or unintentionally acts to scuttle you. If your peer speaks well of you, her people will feel good because they already think the same. If your peer speaks poorly of you, her people will distrust her or think less of her because they think well of you. 15. Know everybody by their first name. To most people, there is no sound sweeter than their name remembered and pronounced correctly. Learn everybody's full name and know something about them. Find out what they do and why their job is important. If you learn that and you learn it sincerely and the people know you know it, you will be successful. A very good technique is to take visitors, customers, job candidates, friends, on an office or plant tour. Introduce them to people, telling the visitor what it is these other folks do that is important to the corporation. Your coworkers will appreciate the acknowledgement and will be flattered that you have invested the energy to recognize and value who they are and what they do. 16. Organize one-line good job tours. Every once in a while, get the highest ranking person you can to tour and visit your department. Before